Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life. From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabaz Awuni from the International Central Gospel Church, Paradise Temple. And now, today's sermon. At what point was the old life ended? Jesus said, it is finished. At what point do we end the old life? Or at what point does the old life ends in us? At what point? Romans chapter 8 verse 1. I would come on to it on Sunday. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 and 2. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Those who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So at what point does the old life in us end? As we celebrate Easter today, Good Friday today, where blood was shed to atone our life so that we carry on with a new life and put away with the old nature and become new creation for all things to become anew at what point did we begin with a new life and ends the old life number one it is the beginning of life in Christ Jesus when we begin our life in Christ Jesus most of us we have life in Christ Jesus but we have not begun you know, Paul says something in Acts chapter 17. He said that in him we live. We don't only live. Uh, we go to Acts chapter 17 from 27, 28 today. He said it is in him we live. We don't only live there, but we move. We don't only move there, but we have our being. So some of us may be living in Christ, but you are not moving in Christ. You are not having your being in Christ. You are moving in Christ. What does it mean? Everything you intend to do, everything you wish to do, everything you think to do, everything you plan to do, Christ-centered. You have your being in Christ. Whatever you want to be, whatever you want to become, whatever you dream to be, whatever desire, aspirations, you want to become Christ-centered. I want to become a rich man. I want to become a rich man because of Christ. I want to become a great politician. I want to become a great educationist. I want to become a great industrialist. I want to become it because of Christ. Because when I become it, I take care of what is Christ. I'm planning this. I'm planning this. I'm planning it because of Christ. I'm planning to build because I want to have a place where I can rest, serve my God, and help my God, and give to my God, than to be carrying every two years thousands of money and giving it to tenants because of Christ. So when a person begins to live life in Jesus Christ, this morning you have to ask yourself, are you living your life in Jesus Christ? 
you are in Christ or you have your life, you are beginning to live in Christ. Number two is when we start to live by the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit now begins to talk to us and direct us, Jesus said that he shall guide you into all truth. He shall lead you unto all truth. So, the Holy Spirit must be somebody who is guiding your life, who is leading your life. You never take a decision outside of the Holy Spirit. Whatever decision you take, wait until he confirms it. Amen. I spoke with somebody and the person has been disappointed so big. So big. And he said, in his disappointment, the Holy Spirit just came to him and asked him, when you were having your plans, when you were taking your plans, when you were putting down your plans, did you involve me? Just ask him, did you involve me? Amen. This was a young, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a young pastor. And he said, he was having a crusade. He has planned a crusade. And has prayed. And has done big advertisements. Buses were all over. And has faith then, just around 3 p.m., when they were about to start the crusade, he saw that the clouds were thick. It was about to rain. And the young man said that he was about 35 years. He's never had a girlfriend before. He's never hold, ever since he became a Christian, he's never held a woman before. He's never known a woman. I mean, he's a total virgin. He can tell. So he said he has never. So because of that, he believed that everything he tell God, God will do it. <laughs> so he came out and stand and lifted up his hands. He said, Thou, O God, I've lived all my life for you. Don't disappoint me. Don't let this rain come down. Because if you let it come down, I have lost big. It rained. Say it rained. Everything destroyed. Everything destroyed. Everything destroyed. He wept, he wept, he wept, he wept, he wept, he wept. Then he went somewhere to sit down and was asking God, why did you disappoint me like this? Why did you disappoint me like this? Why did you disappoint me like this? Why did you do like this? Why did you do like this? Why did you do like this? And according to the guy, what even pained him is that his Bible, his holy Bible, he hid it in his jacket and the Bible got wet. So while he was complaining and talking, he heard a noise at the back of, he was sitting under some tree and he was, that hurt him. He was fighting God. Then he heard a noise in the evening under some trees. People were talking and this is how they were talking. You know it is not our fault. If you like, we'll give you back your money. We have planned that as soon as he got to this place, we will stop and we will kill him. Because we didn't want that crusade to come on. But it's not our fault. It rained. So when it rained, he didn't show up. So we could not kill him. Then the guy said, hey. What, 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 what are they talking? Which crusade? 
uh, who do they want to? So he listened again, and in the conversation, they mentioned his name. Not knowing the crusade he was about to do, there were some, the mafias, or someone in the city, they have hired a gang that they should kill the guy. When he was coming to the crusade, he's going to use some road, and when they got there, they should stop, and they should kill him there. And because of the rain, he didn't move. The people couldn't come. He wasn't killed. He said, after, he looked up and said, God, let it flood. Say now let it flood, and not only do we carry them. Amen. He was a Christian living in God, but you see, he has not started to live by the Holy Spirit. So he was doing things. He was taking his own plans. He didn't consider. On that same day, I was also talking to another pastor. The day I was coming, I was coming from Berlin. I was talking to another pastor. He was from UK. He's coming to start a business here. I mean, we were talking. And that pastor too said his story. He said he's an intercessor of his church. Then he fell sick. And the sickness was such that they have to remove all his intestine and cut portion of it and join it. I think I said it here. So he started asking God. He started asking God. He started asking God. Then the Holy Ghost told him, was it painful? He said, yes. Did it hurt you that part of your life has been cut? He says, and the Holy Ghost told him that, do you know that any time that you were supporting the work that I've given to my pastor, and at the same time, you were cutting the pastor. So anytime you cut the pastor, you reduce. It's because the more his pain, the more his time that I've given him for the work reduces. But the more he's hurt, he wish God, I, I'm tired of this work. I'm tired. And it is shortening the period I've done to him. So that is why I want you to see that after cutting parts of your intestine, do you see how it is? He said, he said um, then he kept quiet. From that day, he was the head of intercessory of his church. He went to say, Pastor, I don't only want to be the head of intercessory. I want to be the head of your house. Living by the Holy Spirit. Number three. When Jesus is when we resist the quest for materialism. When you begin to resist the desire for materialism. The old life will end. Hallelujah. Sometimes materialism is too much. David said. I backslided because I look at the riches of the unhealthy. Some of us who are struggling with old life, old nature, and this is nothing. It's materialism. When you blackmail your brother, your sister to be sacked or taken out of their position or their post, would they add their salary to yours? If you kill I told you about a, a, a lady who mobilized people and they were praying about their pastor's wife. I told you. Mobilized people and they were praying about their pastor's wife because God have to, told her that she should have been the pastor's wife. So they fast and pray that the pastor's wife should die. But what is, when the pastor's head, they say that, but what is the reason that if my wife is not there, I will marry you? What makes you think that if she's not there, I, I, I will marry you? But sometimes, materialism 
So we can't live the old life. Can't live the old life. All the lying, all the all that we are talking about is because of materialism. Lastly, when we fellowship with the Holy Spirit. When you spend time to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the old life will go. Spend time. I don't say that, let the Holy Spirit lead you. Spend time to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Commune with the Holy Spirit. Stay alone. Close yourself sometimes. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Read your Bible. Sing. Worship. Cry. Before the Holy Spirit. Some of you, you don't cry. You are not broken. You are full of yourself. No broken. Sometimes you have to be broken alone. And let the Holy Spirit have access in your life. This is, the more you are filled with the Holy Spirit, the less you will be filled with the world. The more the Holy Spirit is in you, the less the world will be in you. Some of us, we are full of the world. Listen, anytime people can walk to you and tell you nonsense, you are short of the Holy Spirit. Because people who are filled with the Holy Spirit, nobody can approach them and gossip to them. Nobody. 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 How many of you have come to gossip about a church member to me before. Even if my church leaders, you don't even like. Do you have, sometimes just at a distance, you even, am I a supernatural? If the person is filled with the Holy Spirit, the atmosphere around the person does not tolerate evil, anything Satan. Does not. Anything Satan cannot enter where God predominate. No. So if somebody can just walk to your house, walk to your shop, walk to you, they just come. And you you listen all finish and your conscience does not prick you. You don't feel guilty. You don't feel bad. You feel happy and you also carry it. Excuse me. There's little of God inside of you. If there's more of God inside of you, you want to talk more of God. If I should go to any of my brothers here, I would rather approach them with God than to go and talk about this to this. What do I get? I am filled. I've spent time in the morning fellowshipping, worshipping. Have God feel inside of me. So if I meet anybody, I want to share the God that I have with the person. My interest is how God will lift you up. How God will make you. How God will destroy you. My interest is not how the devil is destroying your life. But here we are. Because we don't fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And we are not full of the Holy Spirit. We are smart in destroying than lifting. We don't exalt. We rather destroy. We pull down. And we are happy. Hallelujah. One day somebody just said, Pastor, he came. He said, Pastor, I know you are a pastor. That is why I'm, I'm talking to you. I said, okay, I'm listening to you. Pastor, it's about this church member. I said, what? They start one, two, three. Say, you know something? The Bible said that if your brother or your sister is wrong, go to them and make peace. 
If you go and they will not go, talk to the next. If not, talk to the third. He said, Pastor, no, this one day I will not. I say, so while the person was there, I picked my, my phone. I wasn't calling anybody. I intentionally called and I said, oh, hello. Then I mentioned the name. Oh, is that you? Oh, oh, oh. We are even talking about you right now. Where is it? Say, Pastor, 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 Pastor. I was like, you say, Pastor, 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 Pastor. I wasn't calling anybody. I said, what? See, Pastor. He said, Pastor, Pastor. From that day, anytime this person see me in church, so we them slow. Them slow. Now say, hey, Pastor, do name secret. 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 Obi won't say me secret. Hallelujah. Even why should something about somebody become secret? If you know that there's something about your brother or sister and it is not right, why don't you go and make peace? Hallelujah. But we have to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, so that that old nature will go. Then the death of Christ, the new life Christ brought, it will become meaning to us. We can live, we can enjoy, we can benefit, we can go up with it. Hallelujah. Sunday we'll talk about the new life. Amen. Today is not supposed to be. Today, when if you were in church of Pentecost, you were wearing black, black. Hallelujah. If you go to Philippines right now, two o'clock, they will nail somebody. Whether they like it or not, if they, they go to the sanctuary and the sanctuary said that it should be pastor's wife, she will be there and then before she see, they will come and arrest her. Hey, say, well, today you have to be nailed. Two years ago, the guy they caught to nail, and then they were nailing him. They put the nail, pam, pam, pam. He threw his leg, boots some of them, jumped out of the cross. <laughs> he jumped, he ran away. You realize that it's not easy. Not easy. So they, they come and nail me. He boots them, jump up, straight. Maybe we have to start it. Start it from instrumentalists. <laughs> you can't nail a, 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 a woman. Jesus was not a woman, so we have to start with a man. This is where it's all men affair. We, we start when we finish, we go to media. Amen. But we have to what? Learn to fellowship. So that that's old life. I came that you may have life and have it more abundant. And he that is in Christ, behold, is a new creation. Old things has passed away. This morning, just look at your life. What are the old things that is still following you? What are the old things? Amen. One old thing that, has, that was a problem for me pa, is music. Music. Music was a strong demon. I could not break off. Music. Reggae music. I don't, I'm not an Arima. I've never high before. But I love music and then soft music. I used to have note five. Instead of going to prep, I'll be sitting down with headphones, listening to music and writing the words. Writing the words. And today, 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 sometimes I can be sitting in the office preparing my sermon. Then I'll hear a beat on the radio. 
And I'll be in your say, Then I'll come to myself, hey. You are doing a sermon. And I'll stop fast. And I'll go back. It is the old nature. So sometimes I make conscious efforts. So I make sure that any music that will come around me is a sanctified music. I make sure if I'm putting on radio, I make sure the music that is coming is sanctified. Because it can cut my attention straight. And when it cuts my attention, I'm telling you, I can leave everything. I can leave everything and be listening to it. Okay? Or accidentally and then it flip the, 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 the channel flip to a soft music or a countryside music. I can be lying down them and be listening to it. And most of them, especially at the 70s, I know how to sing a lot of them. And you know, some of those things, they have powerful words. And while you are listening to them, it will drive your mind somewhere. So I make sure that it's the old life. And if you don't deal with it, sometimes when you go on meditation alone with the Lord, it is likely some of you, it is food. Your old nature is food. You like food. You know food. You know. You know that if we said today you have to fast, tomorrow morning God is going to bring a golden husband to marry or a golden wife and we started a fasting now and you hear the scent of food here right now. You will tell us we want to woo. You go eat. Of us, it's material things, clothing. You can have num- amount of money. You forget that you haven't eaten. You use it to buy. You go to your house. You open your room, as if they pack false bill in your house. When you open your door, they will be falling down. Then you'll be collecting them. You have to push clothing and sleep and wake up. What are you burying yourself under cotton? Your room is. Eh, 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 very stinky and, 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 and full of sin. It's an old nature. Some of us, dirtiness. We don't bath. Dirt! Cleanliness is next to godliness. So you know that because of your dirtiness, God is far because God comes to clean people. When God is coming, you are dirty, you don't bath. You know, you don't bath. This morning, you wake up, lift your armpits, put, put in there, this thing, this thing, and then you are here sitting down. Hallelujah, amen. God will come, but you pass you by. Jesus came with a new life. Amen. You don't bath. Some of us, our mouth. Chop, 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 chop. Our mouth. You see, the dangerous thing about loose mouth is that you die early. In the Bible, there were two guys when uh, 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 David's son died, when Absalom died, there was a man who is supposed to carry information to the king. And there was another one, that is not his duty. When he heard that Absalom is dead, he was happy. He ran to go and tell David that your son is dead, your greatest enemy. When he break the news, David said, oh, you are not supposed to want to give me this such news. He just picked the javel. They killed him. Then later before they saw the right person coming, then David said that the way he's coming, 
it means he's carrying a news. He came and said that your son is dead. They didn't kill him. When you carry information that is not for you, you are building your premature death. Those of you who are interested in talking about people, every bad news, it comes from your mouth. When the first son of, of, of Noah saw his father, he came out quiet. The second one, when he saw it, he came and said, Hey, come and see daddy, hey, daddy, daddy's quaff and the things are there. The father woke up and said, Hey, it's you and your descendants. May you be cursed. It's an old nature. You don't carry bad news. Jesus came and deal with that issues. That issues. Hallelujah. So that we pick up a new life. We live a new life. And things become better for us. And things go on well with us. If we live by that, dear ones, our country, our world will be better. When we begin to live by the newness of life that Christ came to give us. Said it is finished. And as many that are in Christ Jesus, behold, all things has passed away. And all things have become new. Today, my things become new in your life. Today, may things become afresh in your life. Everything that was not working, may it work for you. Everything that we have struggled from our old life up to today, may it be dealt with. May it be conquered. May it be destroyed. May we begin to see a very new nature of God in us. May when people look at you, may they see God. When people come to you, may they hear God. May people be afraid to carry bad news into you. When people see you, may they see that this is God. May you reflect the aroma of righteousness. May the scent of peace, of goodness, may it be your portion. May people see that this is Christ who is coming. May people see that God whom you have become. May all things be gone. May you never end your life prematurely because you are living an old nature. May your old nature never weigh you down. May you never be interest of things that will take you to hell. And may we be interest of things that will take us far, that will connect us to God. May we never run after the world. May we run after the cross. May we never run after human beings. May we run after the resurrected Jesus Christ. May we never go after money and material. May we go after righteousness and Christ. When you lift up your eyes, see eternity in heaven. When you lift up your eyes, don't see buildings and mansions on the world. When you lift up your eyes, hear the sound of heaven. Don't hear the echoes of human beings. When you begin to desire, desire what God is happy. Don't desire what man will clap for you. So that old life will be due away. Then a new life shall start. When we walk with the newness of life, when we begin to do the, the, the things God expects of us, when we're going to begin to live as God wants us to live, when we put aside the old and we begin to live the new, dear ones, you don't pray for breakthrough. You wouldn't pray for miracles. Listen, God did not create the Christian to pray for miracle. God created the Christian to walk with blessing. That is what he told Abraham that I will bless you and you shall be. Abraham did not pray for blessing. No. Solomon did not pray for blessing. He prayed for wisdom to rule. And God said the blessings are your portions. Isaac did not pray for blessing. He said I want to live. And God added they don't live. 
blessing is for yours in this in this town the only person who asked for blessing was jacob why because the guy has been a trickster the guy has lived and a nature that was anti-god so the blessings even though god has covenanted for him he still have to ask that God bless me everything and has to make a covenant with God. You know, Abraham never made a covenant. Isaac never made a covenant. God has to make a covenant with them to bless them because they were living a nature that pleased God. But when it comes to Jacob, he was living a nature that does not please God. So because of that, blessing could not follow him and he has to ask and God has to enter into agreement with him. That is not your portion. Your portion is to walk with blessing. Your portion is to live with blessing. Your portion is to walk because there's grace. And when grace is with you, blessings goes with you. Hallelujah. May we walk with a new life. May we become new people. May the old, may the relevance of Friday when Mary's only boy was put on the cross. May that Friday become meaningful in your life. May you hear Jesus saying it on the cross that it is finished. That your pain is finished. Your cries is finished. Your tears are finished. Your problems are finished. Your situations are finished. May you hear that Christ telling you that the old life that limited you is finished. And may you see that he has given unto you a new. When you walk in the newness of life, dear ones, you have no fear of what men will do to you. You have no fear of what men will say. When you walk with a new life, you have the confidence that whatever God has said about you, it shall come to pass. When you walk with a new life, you know that you will finish the race. You know that you finish your target. You know that you've received your blessing. You know that there's nothing that the devil is doing that can overcome you. We thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. Can you bow down your head and talk to God? Just talk to him this morning. Talk to him this morning.